escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. With the president of the Republic of Ghana and the leadership of the party of our attempt to replace Osaiche Mensa Bosu as leader of the House with his deputy Alexander Kwamina Afenyamakin. The initial attempt by the party to enforce this leadership change faced strong opposition from a faction of the MPs led by the first deputy speaker, Joe Oseusu. Just before this pivotal meeting, the Speaker of Parliament voiced a stance on the issue, insisting the party's decision should prevail. I have heard, I have listened, and I know that the parties are having problems with this new definition of the leaders. That is only where this confusion is coming from. The old order referred to party or parties. But this new one is not referring to a party, but caucuses. The old order defined the majority leader to mean a member of parliament designated by the party or parties holding majority of the seats in the house as their recognized leader in the house. Now this new order says majority leader means a member of parliament designated by the majority caucus as their leader in the house. Designate means appoint. Now, the same standing orders talks about the majority caucus. And it says majority caucus means the members of the party or parties that have the largest number of seats in the house. I really don't see the difference. They still talk about the same thing. But the caucus is the party wing. That is the wing of the party in parliament. And you cannot be talking about you designating or appointing your leaders without the, the party leading the process. I, I don't understand that. There was the same definition here. Majority caucus means members of the party or parties that have the largest number of seats in the house. And so if you come as a new house, you scarcely even know each other. And then you are asked to go and appoint your leader without the party. How are you going to do it? It's a party that has given you the platform to come to this house. 
you come on the ticket of the party. And to appoint your leader, the party must lead that process. I don't know how you can do it without the party. If we have to do that, please, you know, at this stage of our parties, this will be controlled by some parochial interests. But there are constitutional provisions, including legislative provisions, that bind parties and compel parties to be national in character. And so the face of the party, which is usually the leadership of the caucus, must show that national character. If you leave it to the caucus alone, you are likely to face challenges. However, his deputy Bekwa MP Joe Aseusu holds a different opinion. Here's why. Thank you very much, Mr. Speaker. Unfortunately, I thought it was just a matter that was uh, said in jest. But you appear to have taken a position and offering a beautiful interpretation of yours. Very welcome, very beautiful. Mr. Speaker, it would appear to me that an interpretation in interpreting the parliamentary portion, we haven't taken a look at the various wings of the other parties. If you take my party, the NPP, for example, we have what we call the women's wing, the youth wing. When it comes to selecting leaders of the youth wing, the party says, the youth, you go and decide. And they select their leaders. When it comes to the women's wing, they say, women, you go and decide and they select their leaders. So I am not aware of any parliament where anybody outside parliament select leaders for the parliament. I think in interpreting the standing orders and the constitution, this group, the parliamentary group, must be recognized as a wing of the party which can and must take decisions regarding its leadership. It doesn't mean that the party has no role the wing, the parliamentary wing, is a wing of the party. And in deciding who will lead them, I think it should be left to the party, the parliamentary wing of the party, in consultation with whoever, to decide who their leaders must be. Because we should not continue to have a situation where a body outside parliament, often without consultation, often without any indication whatsoever, just announce that leadership. I'm aware of the problems with causing wings, if you want to consider. But I think that this and the others must be interpreted in that respect. And without challenging your, your opinion, Mr. Speaker, I'm offering this as an alternative interpretation. Now, I'll soon be joining studio in this conversation by the Atlantic Atlantic North uh, MP, who is actually also opposed to the changes that are actually being proposed, and he is in favor of maintaining the status quo ante. Now, the leadership structure that's currently happening now, the struggle is happening with the presidency and also the leadership of the party in the current meeting seeking to resolve this matter. After this break, we'll be exploring all the angles to this issue and as to whether the majority will come out of this together, joined it, or having difficulties going into the future ahead of this election.
You're welcome back to our front. So we're still keeping an eye on that developing story from the Parliament of the Republic of Ghana where attempts to change the current leadership of the majority appears to be having a lot of pushback from some members of Parliament who are unhappy with the decision. Earlier today, the Speaker of Parliament was categorical in his mind that it is the party that leads the act, that is the political party, in this case the new patriotic party, that should be leading the changes that should be happening in Parliament when it comes to the leadership of the party in Parliament. This was fiercely opposed by the first Deputy Speaker. Let's go to the phone lines now and speak to a political scientist at the University of Ghana Political Science Department, Dr. Kwame Asasante. Doc, you're welcome to our front. If you can hear me, say, Doc, you're welcome to our front. Or should be able to get, yes, um, we should be able to get that line fixed there. Um, Dr. Asasante, can you hear me? Certainly, we should get him to speak to what's happening. We understand that the president of the Republic of Ghana is currently locked up in a meeting with the key stakeholders in this conversation. That is leadership of the party NPP and also leadership in the parliament of the Republic of Ghana. And quickly, as I did tell you earlier on, the Speaker of Parliament was categorical in his mind that the party should lead this exercise. The Speaker gave the example that if all these MPs came to Parliament and they were not in the known of any of the other members and they did not know their competence and capabilities, there's no way they could have elected members on their own. It is the party. The Speaker also proceeded to give the example in the United Kingdom where the leadership of the party proposes and suggests to those in Parliament, they then get up in the House and present these people as their leaders. That is a similar situation not long ago happened on the front bench of the NDC when Kessiela Tufosin was supposed to be taken over from Harunai Jusu. A similar struggle over power happened there. But would the MPP be able to, uh, in this meeting that is currently locked in, deal with the matter? That's the crux of the engagement as we get other people into this conversation to try and broaden the scope and help you understand and appreciate it better. This is the latest development happening in the Republic of Ghana when it comes to how political parties are structured and how the Parliament of the Republic of Ghana is supposed to run going into the future. The leadership change, which would have expected that Alexander Kwamena Afenimaki would have been replacing the current majority leader, with the thoughts being that the majority leader had actually offered to go for other positions and was basically on his way out of parliament with a few months to the end of his tenure. Already, he will not be contested again. He will not be returning to parliament because in the primaries, he was not even in the race. He has been replaced in the ticket to his constituency. So his last few months in Parliament is what's being contested now. He was unfazed recently when he indicated that let them continue with the change that they are hoping to put across. We understand this change is coming from the leadership of the party and also the presidency. But that particular meeting that they are in now is supposed to fix that. And if I'm joined soon on the phone by political science lecturer Sassante and also a man who understands the MPP from various capacities. We should be able to get to appreciate what's really happening in Parliament. We're also keeping an eye on that meeting, and we'll soon be speaking to members of Parliament who are currently locked up in that very crunch meeting, dealing with perhaps the biggest news in the Republic of Ghana today. 
what should happen to the MPP going forward? Will it finally end up being Alexander Athenio Martin or the massive change that's required will sweep the massive leadership and bring in fresh blood and fresh people going to the election? Not long ago, President Akufad himself led some reshuffle of his ministers. Some were moved around and deputy ministers rising up to the main positions. These are the things that are happening on the various levels. And many believe that this is another attempt to actually bring on board the very best of the people who should be leading the party. This has been rejected by the likes of Joe Asselus, who is first deputy speaker, a member of parliament for Kwabre specifically. So we, we should be able to, be quite specifically, we should be able to get that clarity for you on our front tonight as uh, the political scientist joins us. And in the course of this conversation, we should also have a man... So I will actually be taking a break. When I return, we shall be going to the phone on this issue. and fearless journalism. That is what we stand for. Duty bearers and citizens know that they'll be asked the hard questions to bring out the truth. That is what we expect of us. It is this commitment to tell truth to power that sets us apart because we will hold the feet of leadership to the heat of accountability. My name is Evans Mensah and this is Joy News. Fearless, independent and credible. Welcome back to our phone. We're going straight to the political science department and joining us now is Dr. Kwame Asasante. Doc, you're welcome to our front. Thank you, Raymond. It's a moving situation as we kind of find ourselves. It's, it's almost like a situation where the, the attempt, like happened with the NDC, to bring in the new leadership is being uh, fought by members of parliament, and in this case, very senior members of parliament, from the likes of Joe Oseosu through to the Asante Achim North Member of Parliament and the Kwame Apiaku, and they are categorical in their minds that they will not be dictated to by the party. They were not in the known of it, they were not consulted, and it's almost like a coup d'etat within parliament. Is this normal practice? <coughs> in, 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 in parliament, uh, you know, anything can happen, but provided that you, at the end of the day you have consensus because that is the spirit with which MPs and their parties operate. Um, I don't see the problem where they, 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 they want to uh, engage uh, the, the parties uh, to help them uh, to have leadership in Parliament. After all, let us remember that the caucus is not acting on their own. The caucus represents the party in Parliament, and for that matter, there should be a constant referral of the activities to the party. 
uh, that type of interaction ought to happen. So, um, even though the, the, by standing order five, uh, the new standing order, that uh, members of the caucus would have the power to select their own leaders, I think that uh, for effective operation of the political system and the party getting everybody along, it is important that they bend back to the party for advice, for direction, and whatnot. In other words, the two must come together to take a decision on who should be the leader. In fact, it is critical. I don't think that the caucus alone uh, can, uh, you know, take that decision. And then uh, the party will look no. And neither can the party alone also impose leadership on them. The two can work hand in hand. And for me, that is the way to go. The difficulty they find themselves here is that the belief was that the majority that was moving on, that the president was more likely to give him a different position in government, and so he would no longer be minister for parliamentary affairs. And by not being minister for parliamentary affairs, the, the, the position would have been necessarily vacant. So the conversation had moved to that level until the rest of had no space for the majority leader. Is this one of those situations where then there is somebody outside of parliament or maybe at the party who can fix the problem. And in this case, as we are told, the presidency has stepped in. Is it a step in the right direction? Um, it's a big... Uh, it's not clear as to what is it that they want to do. But uh, in spite of everything, I believe that whatever it is, uh, the two uh, groups should be able to sit down and find a common solution that after all, um, uh, the, the caucus alone cannot serve their own interests. Remember that they reflect the interests and aspirations of the party and by the thanking their followers and Ghanaians at large. In the same way, whatever the party also decides, they cannot agree that on their own. They have to what, uh, make conscious efforts to judge or with uh, the, 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 the colleagues in parliament. Uh, I think that two-way uh, traffic is what they should use to address the problem. It doesn't matter whether somebody was promised to become a minister or not. Whatever it is that they want to do to get leaders in parliament, it is in their own interest to do that using what consensus building. To uh, some people, because any effort mm. that tends to what uh, undermine uh, this practice. Uh, would not bode well uh, for uh, peace and unity in the party, which they need to be uh, critical at this point in time in order to uh, wage a serious campaign for the 2024 election. To some people, there already seeming tension within the party, mindful of the outcome of the parliamentary elections. And some of these members of parliament who are pronounced are on their way out of parliament anyway, like Joe Usu and Co. They really will not be staying in parliament in the next parliament. But there is deep dissident belief that they are improperly treated and that some of the families have not gone the way they hoped or they wished it would be. Could there be a certain latent reason behind the rejection of the changes and the, making it more difficult for there to be consensus? Oh, yes. That factor can be one of uh, the things that is influencing the whole issue. But another factor can also be that, look, we want to make sure that the new standing orders who implement what is in the So for that reason, we are not going to allow 
uh, the party to come in and suggest or even uh, impose some people on us. Uh, it can be what a very good ground for taking this decision. Whatever possible, uh, the fact that they be, uh, they will want to what, rope that thing in and then defend it. But if their intention is to uh, you know stand on their ground and then make sure that the decision that is going to be taken will only come from Parliament, then they must brace themselves for a division that will follow from such a process because the party will also not sit down to allow them to take that decision where a number of them are on their way out and and that they, they can't sit down for this thing to happen. Remember that this election, uh, they are going all out. Look at the people they've assembled for campaign and all that. You realize they are not going to what leave any stone on ten. So it is incumbent upon them to smoke that peace pipe that is necessary to address this problem once and for all, to have a solid, uh, you know, united front for the campaign. Doc, do you agree with the speaker? Should this process always be led by the party outside parliament? That it should be led by which? The party outside parliament. That's the speaker's ruling. Uh, I believe that um, if the party leaves it, I also expect the corporate to have input in that. And at the end of the day, let them arrive at something that will be beneficial okay. to both of them. Remember, the corporate uh, is not only own. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Uh. They, they, they take inspiration. They take... Uh, they defer, let me put it, defer to uh, the, the party for very important decisions. So uh, they cannot be left on their own to take decisions. Permit me, permit me to put for a second i've been joined by former chief of staff and a former member of parliament in ghana's parliament in the 1979 parliament that's the very person of uh, mr kwame piani kojo piani specifically chief you're welcome to our front thank you chief um it appears there's a fire on the mountain in parliament the attempt to change and bring in afenyo marking to replace who is on his way out of parliament anyway is, is, is being fiercely rejected and opposed by some members of parliament, including old guards like Joe Oseusu and the rest. The presumption here is that they were not consulted and that it is unfair for them to have anybody making or imposing people on them in the parliament of the Republic of Ghana. You understand these things better than most people. Is there a certain lack of understanding of the process or, as has been noted recently, they changed their rules? So what's the big deal? I believe both the party in parliament and party outside the outside parliament, they have been given an opportunity to sort out the, the, the question of uh, election or appointment of a leader of the parliamentary group.
let me be honest with you. I have always been against the way the parties impose leadership on members of parliament. In 1979, we had a similar problem, which led to the dismissal of the then leader, um, Mr. Kwaku Ban, and the, one of our colleagues, the late Kusu Echampo. You know, the party imposed, or, or, well, I would say imposed, Every party put up as the leader, which he accepted. At the end of the year, the party wanted to change him. At that stage, he refused and wanted the support of members of parliament to stay on. And some of us said no. When we were, when we were challenging leadership against the position, you supported it. So if now, if you accepted that, then you must accept what is following them. Because you accepted the appointment to be a leader. And now the same uh, authority is acting to leave. So you don't have any reason to say you are no good to accept it. This resulted in some fracas which led to his dismissal uh, from the party. I believe what the party should do, and I have always been connected with this meetings, that there must always be a consultation between the members of parliament, because the leader you appoint is going to be the leader of those parliaments. So we just can't go to the national uh, executive or national council and say we appointed Mr. A or Madam B to be the leader, we just consulting them, those that he's going to be a leader of. But unfortunately, the party who always, always thought it was right and they have been doing this for a long time. Fortunately for the party and fortunately for members of parliament, they have changed their rules. The rules now says that the party in parliament elect their leader. I think the right thing to do is that there must be a consultation between the party outside parliament, the party in parliament, so that whoever is elected or whoever is appointed, there's a consensus. Somebody accepted by both sides. I think if they do this, it will be good for both parties. But if we want to, if the party is going to insist that they are still going to appoint the leader, as I told it earlier, I, I don't believe in that. And I am happy this situation has arisen. We will give the party opportunity to change the rules. Hmm. But some believe that, I mean, this is not the first time there's been an attempt by the party to do this. So this, this massive opposition to what has become a norm in our politics, where exactly will be it stemming from? Is it stemming from aggrieved MPs? Is it because there are deep-seated cracks uh, which have not healed from the primaries of the most recent uh, primaries that happened? Or the party itself has not been very tactful in this operation? I don't know what is happening. To be honest, I don't know. But I believe that... The old system, the party imposing, I will use the word imposing, leadership on members of parliament. Please, I believe sincerely that that should cease. You can't appoint a leader for me. Maybe the majority of the members don't like him as a leader. Because the party is going to be a leader. He's a leader. He's not lucky. He may not even get cooperation from, from, from the people he's going to preside over. And so I believe this opportunity for the true side, 
to find a solution to this thing. And I think I believe the solution will be consultation between the two sides. Whatever is happening in the party now, which is leading to this impasse, I don't know. I can't comment on that word. I don't know what is happening in the party or in, both in parliament and outside parliament. Mm. I, I did hear Joe Oseusu, who is first deputy speaker. His main argument is that it sounds a bit insulting that members of parliament are there and they are told that there have been new leaders coming on board. Perhaps if there was some negotiation or discussion, they would have understood it better. And that even those of them in leadership were cutting the duck on the matter. They believe that it is that treatment that makes it a bit more worrying. So... Yeah, go ahead. I'm listening. Yes, yeah, so I, I was asking whether just a meeting or somebody mediating this conversation would fix the problem. I believe the party should be big enough to realize that there is a problem and therefore the, the leadership of the party, including the, 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 the presidential candidate, should sit up and let's resolve this issue. I, I, I support those who think that it's wrong for the party to impose people on them. But they are also representatives from the party, because the party made them the, 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 the MPs and whatnot. And therefore, the two sides should meet and have a solution to this. And I think that the only solution will be when the two sides have met and have agreed that we leave A or B or C to be our leader. If those in now, are resisting that they want the current uh, leader. What is this going to happen to the new leader who will come getting close to the election? Is he going to get rid of these people? I doubt it. I very much doubt it. Hmm. So they split and negotiate. Now, we are told that they have been called to the presidency where the executive lead of the country President Anadanka Kufuado himself will be in the meeting to iron this out. Are you hopeful that since the man at the top, the man who is in charge of the country today, his aura will bring about some resolution to this matter? I hope, I hope he, should, he, should be able, he should be able to bring a, a resolution acceptable to all sides. Because if they going to have a resolution imposed, the people may say, okay, let's take it. But is it going to be good for the party parliament? So I hope, I sincerely hope, that there should be Georgia and therefore they will come to a compromise which both all sides will agree that this is the right compromise to arrive at. A similar incident happened between the NDC and its leadership when Harun Adushu was changed. It's happening in the MPP now. Some say it's a certain lack of leadership that's really the core of the problem. Do you agree? To some extent, you may say so. You know, because the party leadership is sort of being dictatorial, you know. So I believe there's some, some problem with leadership. There is a problem with leadership. You know, leaders should be able to talk to people and have compromise. Leaders always want to insist that this is what I want and everybody must go according to that. <laughs> they may, may know that that's well for all sides.
when you gave the example of what happened during your time and you talked about the people involved and especially the gentleman involved having to effectively leave the party or resign it how he was, was he was sacked he wasn't resigned oh well i mean being sacked from the party is yeah. that how this was effectively resolved or subsequently there was a discussion about how you should deal with it going into the future yeah, there was a, the, the, even, even though some of us argue that we must have a solution so that in future we didn't get into that situation. But the party at that time was not amenable to some of the suggestions. And unfortunately, by the time the party, we were going to have the most serious problem because it is comfortable on our side wanted to get the two gentlemen removed from parliament because they told that if we have left their, their party and now in the in in, in parliament as independent candidates they've crossed from the party which brought them there to another <laughs> next day another party and therefore they were proposing to remove them put the motion department to remove them Fortunately or fortunately, we went to reset and we never came back. And for that, that chapter. Yeah, and I believe if that had come out, maybe, maybe the party might start uh, uh, up with the, with, the, with, the, with, the, with the members of parliament to find a solution so that we couldn't have gotten in that situation again. Mm. Now, the people are thinking about, this is an election year, in all fairness. It is a very tough year for a party to start having problems like this. You think so? That's, yes, that's, that's the more reason why the party should call the leadership of, of parliament, sit with them, to judge and find an amicable solution to this problem. And because you are uh, also a senior member of the NPP, some believe, and I've heard a member of parliament say, that mindful of the structure and the functioning of the party, mindful of the architecture and the current engagements about the Ashanti region, it was only useful that even if you are making a change from Osaiti Mensa Bonsu, the replacement certainly should have been somebody from the Ashanti region. I, I don't believe in that. I don't believe in that. If you, you want somebody who's capable to lead the group, he could come from any reason. Or say, was not appointed because he's from a country. If that was the reason for his appointment, then maybe he said, let's follow the president and do that. I don't think that, that that's anything about us. Mm. I do. Except that in this kind of conversation, um, the speaker even says that he believes in his ruling and the ruling is pure. The party should lead the exercise. Is that a justified ruling? That is significant. This has nothing to do with where the speaker became, but significant. I don't, I don't see how the speaker should direct that the party should lead the answer. It may be a suggestion to the party. But if they are going to speak about their own rules, so who say that the members in Parliament, sort of elect or appoint their own leader. And that's it. It's, that's it. So the speaker would, would therefore not go back to say that 
if there's an impact, the the parties leave the test. He may he may suggest that to them, but I don't think that should be a direction. Mm. I mean, he he's insisting that he he when there's doubt about the rules, he's the one who does the final interpretation, and that he has given the order as interpretation. If anybody has a problem with it, they should rather go to court. That is what the speaker said. Basically backing the party and also saying, if you have a problem, go to court. As in the members of parliament who were, including Joe Osseo, who opposed the speaker. I mean, I, I don't understand the speaker's ruling. I, I, you have a standing order which says, which says that the leader or the leadership of the group should be elected by the members of that group. Is that not what the standing order is saying? Yes, that, that's what they indicate to us that the new rules that they put on, on board. Yes. So if that's what it is, so how can the speaker then direct? There's a problem. I, the speaker can advise. I believe as a speaker he can advise. <coughs> but I don't think that it can be a direction. Mm. But he says the people came to parliament because of the platform the party gave them. So, in the appointment of the leadership, it is the party that should lead this. He also gave the example that if there were all new people in parliament and they did not know each other, there's no way they would have known the competencies and the capabilities of each member and being able to select amongst themselves to lead themselves without the party coming in. It is the reason why, to him, it is rational for party to take the point lead on the matter. So, supposing there were about a third of members or a four independent. Assuming there was a baby, say only a third of members of <coughs> parliament are independent. How are you going to see that? What process is it going to? Well, that, that, that's an interesting development. Yeah, so if, if the rule says that they should, I, I, I think the speaker can advise. But if the ruling that this is what is, this one I disagree with the speaker. Because you, you is it? He says they should go to court if they do not understand his ruling. And I am ever grateful to you, Chief, for your wonderful insight on this matter. Thank you so much, sir. And I'm, I'm gracious to still have um, Dr. Asante from the Political Science Department at the University of Ghana on the line. Doc, you've heard from uh, the former Chief uh, of Staff. He's also been in politics. He, he's been a member of parliament in that 79 parliament. Drawing from his experience, an example from there, does it appear to be a sticky situation which cannot be resolved in an election year with barely 10 months or so to the election? Oh, there's always a way out to any problem. Uh, so if the party and the caucus uh, have the intention of resolving it, I don't think it should be a problem. They need to sit down, which I have alluded to already, and then talk issues out and then find lasting solutions. There shouldn't be a problem. Uh, always party and caucus uh, take decisions. 
very important decision. They come together, they take the decision. Why uh, would this one be different? Whatever there is in terms of their differences, they can iron out. If they really want to stay together and then fight the campaign as a united front. But they risk, you know, uh, losing uh, the fight for the campaign if they get themselves divided uh, along the lines. It will not bode well for them. There are some who are saying this is a reflection of the leadership of the party currently constituted. Is that, is that a fair assessment? Um, I don't know the signals that the parties have picked in parliament for which reason they want to take that decision alone. And I also uh, want to know the rationale behind uh, the, the caucus which says that, yes, I want to take the decision alone because if you look at our standing order five, it says that we should elect our leaders from there and all that. But in spite of all this, what interest will it serve if they divide themselves uh, on this particular issue under consideration? It will serve them no interest. So it is rather in their own interest uh, to sit together and show the way that they want to go. Uh, that is for me. That will solve the problem. Remember that they are very close to election. Once you divide a party, uh, you you are likely to 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 have your fingers bent. It's going to be very difficult for you to bring them together. And while you need time to plan your campaign, los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. And then execute it effectively. You'll be using that time to deal with the unnecessary problem of what? Trying to find who are the leaders in parliament and the rest of them. So I think um, in, the, uh, in the national interest of the party, they should consider uh, the need to sit down and have a consensus built on this matter so that you have a common voice that will represent all shades of opinion within the party and the caucus in parliament. Would it be a prudent for anybody to take up the directive by the speaker and challenge it in court as he actually indicated to what end it's just going to waste your time something that it is intra you know party conflict i mean why would you want to go out and uh, there are you know mechanisms within the party that are used to deal with intra-party or conflicts or differences they should employ that quickly and the best way out is what sit down and then talk and then explain the issue at the end of the day you have what compromises and you'll be able to what take an important decision to, to go on. I'm not sure they are interested in the, the, the task ahead of them goes beyond who is the leader in parliament. And that is what I want them to what, address their minds and stop these unnecessary bickering uh, uh, that is going to bring them nothing. Ever brilliant analysis from you, sir, and I'm grateful to you for your time this evening.
Dr. Asante is a senior political science lecturer at the University of Ghana Political Science Department, and we're still keeping our eyes on that particular meeting, which is still ongoing, I understand, in, with the presidency, with the parliamentarians, and also with the leadership of the party NPP. Overrider or not, Osei Mensa Bonsu should take a back seat for Alexander Fenyomakin to come to the front seat with the impending changes receiving massive, massive opposition. Many thanks to you for watching today's edition of Upfront. My name is Raymond Dakwa. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC.